California. She admired the stylish peach top and matching pumps that were so unlike anything she ever would have picked out for herself. How lucky could she get, having Chase now to direct her sense of style? Pressing into the plush seat, she took in the passing beauty of the island. Since she'd hardly given any thought at all to what it would be like to live in the Pacific Northwest, its magnificence came as a pleasant surprise. The sun danced happily through trees that appeared a vivid emerald, even through the tinted glass. Coming from a place that felt grimy and overpopulated, the abundance of pure nature here could easily overwhelm. Chase had told her that the ten square miles that made up Shaw Island held a population of only a little over two hundred people, most of whom liked to keep to themselves. With no real tourist amenities and a business district that amounted to a general store and a post office, it sounded like the epitome of lush seclusion. It was truly a world away from the tenderloin in San Francisco, earning it points in its favor right off the bat. Of course, California had its share of pluses, but staying there had not been an option. Guilt cramped her stomach at the thought of the mess she had made of her life and of the people she'd abandoned. Poor Dakota. She gulped back tears at the thought of his innocent face. Her leaving must have broken his heart. She lowered her lids as if ending one scene in a movie to begin another. There were enough other people who cared about Dakota and would see to his needs. She had to believe that. Her eyelids lifted, but tears threatened. If Dakota were capable of fully comprehending the situation, he would know that leaving had been her only choice either leave or wind up dead. Still, it weighed on her that she hadn't been able to say goodbye or to offer any sort of explanation. Now she just had to close the door on the past and appreciate that fate had intervened, bringing Chase into her life at just the right time. Glancing down at the impossibly huge diamond on her finger, she brightened. Chase was everything she could ever want. Handsome, smart, funny... So what if he was thirty years older than her? That was a bonus in her book. Not to mention that he was rich. Rich beyond belief, with no problem lavishing his wealth on her in every way imaginable. True, there was the issue of his recent past that had put him, and by association her, in the limelight. But that was just a natural byproduct of his being so wealthy. The public would always be hungry for scandal, whether real or imagined as long as she took care to maintain her new look, especially keeping the dark roots at bay, and didn't let the cameras get too close, she could ride this out with ease. This was child's play compared to what she had already survived. Gazing out the window, she watched a sailboat glide across the gray-green bay. That reminded her of another bonus. Chase owned a yacht. A yacht! She could scarcely believe it. She tipped her head back, picturing long days luxuriating on the deck of his, their, boat, without a care in the world. Her troubles were truly over. Well, almost, at least. She rolled the tension out of her shoulders. Yes, the notoriety was easy to overlook when everything else about the man was just so perfect. Some women would have a problem with a fiancé who traveled half the time for business, but not Kate. She would enjoy having time to herself in his secluded house on this practically private island. This place was a gift. As the summer sun sparkled through the trees, reality held her in its grasp. Finally, 
her new home, and now she had nothing to do for the next week but plan the wedding. I'm amazingly lucky. The road followed the gentle curve of the bay, then straightened and moved inland. Now trees and green fields swathed them on both sides. Kate sighed. This island felt like a dream. Nothing bad could happen to her here. The paparazzi would soon tire of trying to scare up a story. She and Chase would get on with their lives in the stunning paradise where no evil could touch them. Life would be good. The car slowed, and Kate's stomach buckled. They had to be nearly there. As they took a severe right off the main road, a thicket of trees next to the passenger side of the car fluttered in the afternoon breeze, its branches reaching out as if trying to disengage from the tangle. A smile reached Kate's lips as she thought of Audrey Jr., the man-eating plant.